Hi, and welcome to Under an Open Heaven podcast. We are glad you are joining us as we explore the reality of God's love expressed in Scripture. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Arthur Richardson, and I've got with me Colton Jones, as always. And we are glad to have you listening in to Under an Open Heaven podcast. We're going to go back to the bourbon. I love Woodford Reserve. It is great, great bourbon. I really do, too. Uh, it's I'm, I'm trying to pick up some flavors, obviously. You know, it's mm-hmm. coming back. It's, it's coming, coming back. back. We like to hear that. Just standard, like, bourbon flavors, vanilla, oak, and cherry. Yeah. Regular uh, standard bourbon flavors. Yeah. It's very gentle, though. I like that. I get a very woody taste to it as well. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah. I guess that's why they call it Woodford Reserve. That's probably why. Yeah. That's probably why. <laughs> so today we're going to be covering two parables. Uh, they're relatively short, but they're uh, that doesn't mean that they're any less awesome. So Yeah, they're pretty great. This comes right after our last episode where we covered the parable of the sower, which we decided was the first one because it helps us understand other uh, other parables and right. helps us sort of change the way that we think. Mm-hmm. So, Arthur, what is the first parable? The first parable is the parable of the lamp. So uh, a lot of us, I think, are familiar with this image, but I'm just going to read it. Um And for those of us who are familiar with this passage, I want to encourage you to try to listen to this with new ears, to listen to it as if you've never listened to this passage ever before. He said to them, Is a lamp brought in to be placed under a bushel basket or under a bed, and not to be placed on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden except to be made visible, nothing is secret except to come to light. Anyone who has ears ought to hear. He also told them, Take care what you hear. The measure with which you measure will be measured out to you, and still more will be given to you. To the one who has, more will be given. From the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Yeah, now we're getting to the mysterious meat of parables. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, this one this one does not have Jesus explaining it to us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't explain anything, I think, for the rest of the Gospel of Mark, from what I understand. Of the parables, yes. Of the parables, yep. Yeah. And uh, so, my first impressions of this parable, or at least what jumped out to me at first, it says, For there is nothing hidden except to be made visible. Nothing is secret except to come to light. And I'm curious what he means by that. Mm. Um, this is right after, of course, he explains the parable. Right. Uh, so I think he he might be describing the nature of truth, right? In in you know this is kind of uh, how I'm going about it. You know, truth isn't meant to be put under a bushel basket, not to be hidden. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so if something is hidden, it's only hidden in as much as because it's going to be brought to light. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got from that first part. What do you think, Arthur? Well, I think what he's also getting at is there, there's other times that he does call us Christians as light of the world. Mm-hmm. And I think you can reasonably make a connection here that he is not only just saying truth, but also our participation in truth and our participation in him. I'm going to make a bit of a jump here. So just hang on. Hang on with me. 
But at Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came and rested like tongues of fire upon the heads of the apostles and all the, those disciples who were there present. If you can think of any one object, what would that be a representation of? I'm thinking of a candle. Mm-hmm. So like the person being like the stick of wax and then the Holy Spirit being the fire that's above them. Yeah. And so I think from what I'm gathering, the Holy Spirit is the one who's actually radiating the, the, the light. We are the one who is being consumed and burning along with the Holy Spirit. But it is like it is our union with the Holy Spirit that is causing the light, that's causing um, the goodness to flow out that like casts away darkness. Yeah, the, my mind uh, is brought to the myth of Prometheus, hmm. where fire resembles knowledge hmm. in a sense. It's it's brought, you know, Prometheus brings the fire of the gods down to the humans, mm-hmm. uh, fire being in in an instance historically what made civilization right and sort of symbolically being knowledge mm-hmm. so there's a sense of the the truth the knowledge of god arresting above right the heads of the disciples the apostles yeah yeah i like it yeah so basically what i was trying to explain is that if we cover the light either with our fear or our ideas that we're not good enough or like we're not qualified to be a part of the truth be a part of the love that radiates and casts away darkness basically we're hiding god's glory right we're hiding god's love we're hiding god's truth so it's not just us that's being affected but like those around us we are holding god back in a lot of ways he's like bound himself to us in in many ways when it comes to bringing about the goodness of the world you know to its fruition Maybe that's too harsh. I have no idea, but I don't know. That's kind of where my thought went. One thing that stood out to me, he, he repeats several times whenever. So the original parable that we covered last episode was the parable of the sower. And he ends it with those. If you have ears, those who have ears ought to hear. And he ends this one, um, or he doesn't really end it, but, um, he ends that first bit about the light and the lampstand Mm -hmm. with anyone who has ears ought to hear. Um, then he moves on to another thing mm-hmm. about, uh, take care of what you hear. The measure will, with which you measure will be measured out to you. Right. What do you think that means? Yeah. So, uh, first things first, uh, just kind of connecting all the dots. One, the truth of the lampstand being put out and casting away darkness and then connecting that to anyone who has ears ought to hear. That is referencing, I think, that aspect of the parable of if you have the ability to hear this and understand, that means you have the Holy Spirit within you, and you should take care to pay attention to that. So what he's connecting here is the light of the Holy Spirit that has come, will come, is going to enlighten and cast away the darkness. If you have ears, you should listen. So I've heard in the past that this has to do with uh, exposing sin, a secret sin. And um, just like looking at the whole of this parable, I don't think that's it, uh, especially with that. And especially with the thing that's followed after um, taking care to hear and to listen. The measure with which you measure will be measured out to you. So something that's very important with Jesus is forgiving others and to allowing the mercy of of god to flow through you and to receive that mercy 
Um, that's that's huge for Jesus's ministry. Whenever I hear that that part where it says "take care," what you hear, the measure with which you measure will be measured out to you. I think that has more of a hopeful uh, connotation to it. It might be speaking about expectation. Mm-hmm. You will only receive what you are open to receiving, or what you expect from the Lord, more or less. So, yeah, uh, I think that that that's what comes to mind with me about like if you expect great things from the Lord, you are open to receiving great things from the Lord. Right. But if you aren't, if you're closed off from it, you're not going to receive it. And mm-hmm. the the peace that you have is going to leave. Right. You know, uh, the, 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 the things that you have will I, I, be taken away in a sense, maybe not mm-hmm. by God, but just by the world. Right. Um, yeah. No, that's, I like it. Yeah. I think you nailed that there. Um, and honestly, what that really boils down to is faith, right? So having the faith to have that expectation of God really lends itself to more, more of God's gifting, more of his enlightenment and more, just more of everything that he can give you. So that's, yeah, I like that. Um, that actually is a great launch pad into our next parable of the mustard seed. You want to read that one? Sure thing. It says, He said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? What parable can we use for it? It is like a mustard seed that, when it's sown in the ground, is the smallest of all seeds on the earth. Once it is sown, it springs up and becomes the largest of plants and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the sky can dwell in it. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them. They were able to understand it. Without parables, he did not speak to them. But to his own disciples, he explained everything in private. Yeah, I kind of like how Jesus actually ponders this. To what shall I compare the kingdom of God, or or what parable can we use for it? Hmm. It is like a mustard seed. Yeah, yeah it's like how, what can I? How can I actually explain this? This is, yeah, because like he's trying to perceive the fullness of heaven and explain it in such a way that makes sense to us with the physical images that we've got. So obviously this is only a foreshadowing, but yeah. So the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. Yeah. So the, in the parable of the sower, the seed is the word of God, right? So um, what might seem like the smallest thing, the smallest word of God, like the word of God, it might seem so minuscule, might seem so small, or even just like the, the faith that we hold on to might seem so small. That, that first germination of the word, like the first little bit of of our faith might seem so small, but give it time. Give it time. You will like not just have like your own personal faith, but it will actually develop into something grand. Um, and it's interesting that he makes uh, he makes a comparison between the kingdom of God and a seed because, right, like it's just a small little thing. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be planted in the earth. And he just made another parable about our hearts being the earth. So I think this is actually connecting. Um, like, what does the kingdom of God look like in our lives? Yeah. And to touch on the, the parable directly before the mustard seed one. So there's a little space in between 
the the first parable we covered today and also the mustard seed parable it says mm-hmm. this one says the seed grows itself so this is jesus talking about uh it says this is how it is with the kingdom of god it is as if a man were to scatter seed in the land and it would and would sleep and rise night and day and the seed would sprout and grow he knows not how mm-hmm. of its own accord the land yields fruit first the blade then the ear then the full grain within the ear and when the grain is ripe he yields the sickle at once for the harvest it is coming or has come and so he he's talking about like that's what the word of god the word of god doesn't require our work to make it grow it's it's planted mm-hmm. and it grows in us right. it's a subversive experience or subversive thing that if the word of god rests on fertile soil mm-hmm. we don't have to make it grow right we can't even force it to grow right yeah um so colton i guess uh we've kind of dove into what these things mean on a theological and um just like a realistic level what do you feel like god is trying to communicate to you like today personally uh i think just keeping out keeping an eye out for um whenever i read scripture and whenever i enter into prayer to consider how you know if god is speaking to me in prayer or through scripture Mm -hmm. how those words rest in me Mm -hmm. like if, if those words are you know what what kind of soil those words are falling on and uh also a great thing to do uh and i I love doing i love journaling because i get to see (laughs) what god has done throughout my life so i I have Mm -hmm. have several journals over a couple years and and sometimes i'm going through them because i forget about what i've written so when i go through it i'm like i prayed this here and god answered that like later on and i forgot about it i forgot Mm -hmm. that i wrote about it Right. And so I get, I get to see how God's word unfolds in my life, uh, not just in answering prayers, but in, uh, but in maybe speaking a word to me that I did not understand, mm-hmm. or maybe I only understood it uh, in part. And now looking back, seeing what he, what I felt that he was speaking to me in prayer, either uh, in my heart or through scripture, seeing it come to fruition in my life was absolutely uh kind of amazing uh mm-hmm. it, it's a great experience and I, I i 10 out of 10 would recommend anybody to, uh, to take on <laughs> journaling uh, i know many not many people have uh the habit of writing consistently but once yeah. you see god working in your life uh having ways to remember what he's doing and and to keep it in mind is it's super important it is it is honestly i don't journal um for a few different reasons that are more to do with my inconsistency than anything else. Um, (laughs) But I do try to fill the gap by still um, doing a lot of self-reflection, a lot of reflection on what have I actually asked God for and how has he answered my prayers? Um, And like looking for like the short term and the long term of that. So um, yeah, I would encourage I would encourage myself even to start journaling, but yeah. anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, um, this is this is a reminder not to strive. Um, I feel like I strive a lot. Um, I, I'll go through like periods where 
I'm just work. I'm trying to work so hard that um, the kingdom of God will be established in me and will be burning bright and all of this other stuff. And honestly, like that, literally this gospel or this, uh, these parables in this reading are pointing to the exact opposite. You know, um, a candle burns because it's, it got lit, you know, it, like a seed grows because it was planted, not because like I, you know, can force it. It just is a part of what it does in mm-hmm. itself. So like the word of God is going to grow in my heart. Faith is going to grow in my heart. You know, I just have to not strive, you know? So that's, that's kind of like the thing for me. Yeah. So listeners, the challenge for you this week is to consider what are the bushel baskets in your life, either that are placed over that light mm-hmm. in your life or, uh, that, that, or that you place over the light in your life? Because we can be um, either consciously or unconsciously responsible for dimming uh, the light of God within us. Mm-hmm. And I got to let you know, don't do it. <laughs> if, if you're yeah. doing it willingly, uh, stop. So uh, the, the light of Christ within you is meant to shine forth. Um, if, you, if you don't know what that, what that means, what that feels like, then enter into prayer. Ask God, God, what are you doing in my life right now? Mm-hmm. Where are you working so that I can see that light? You know, shine a light on the area in my life that you are working in or that you want to work on. Yeah. So that is my challenge to you uh, to reflect on what your bushel basket is and if you are unaware of God's light in your life, ask him. Tell him to shine that light in whatever area of your life he's working in or wants to work in. All right, Arthur, would you like to close this out in prayer? Yes, I would love to. All righty. Uh, we're going to ask for an impartation uh, of a gift of boldness and a gift of faith. So, yeah, come Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, we ask you to impart upon us a zeal, a burning desire to love you, to love our neighbor, to love our enemy. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to come, to come into our hearts, to give us the gift of faith. Give me the grace to not strive, but to let your light shine, to let faith grow in my heart. Give each of us the gift to love you and to love you well, to cease the striving, to cease the fear. We ask you, just to love us, to fill us with your love, to fill us with your boldness. Let us burn brightly for you. I want to burn, I want to burn for you. Thanks so much for listening. We're going to catch you next week. Uh, If you like this, once again, we ask you to share it and take care. God bless.
Bye. Thank you all so much for joining us this week. We hope that this podcast blessed you. And we ask that you, if it did, share that with the people that you love so that it can bless them as well. If you want to reach out to us, we are available on Facebook. We are under an open heaven. Our email address is under an open heaven dot fire at gmail.com. And we are on Instagram at under an open heaven dot fire. So please go uh, give those a gander and send us any feedback that you want. We would be happy to reply to you. God bless. Bye.